All right, let's look at the book of Romans, chapter 10, and verse 17. Romans 10, verse 17. And we're talking about, continue to talk about the importance of the Bible in our lives, in serving God, importance of the Scriptures. And we talked about how, well, I just went blank on what we talked about before, <laughs> uh, how important God's word is to us. It is what I remember now with the parable of the of the of the seed. We're planting stuff right now, and you have to plant the seed in the ground for it to grow. And Jesus told that parable that that's the word of God. That the word of God is what produces in us the life of God and produces fruit that our lives should produce. You know when you plant green beans down in the ground and it grows up it's supposed to produce this plant with broad green leaves and then produce a bean pod that's what it's supposed to do that's what it was designed to do if it grows up and produces a thorn vine the thorns all over it it didn't do what it was supposed to do that's not what we were wanting we weren't, we weren't wanting a thorn bush we were wanting green beans and God has made us to produce His fruit. The fruit, of, the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace and goodness and gentleness, kindness, goodness, self-control. That's the life that God wants us to live as human beings serving Him. And uh, for that to happen, the Word of God is what produces that. That's the seed. And so it's vitally important that we read it we be reading it and learning it and believing it and living by it. So we're going to continue and talk about further aspects of what it does. And, and this verse talks about a very important thing that the Word of God does for us. Verse 17, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. But I say, have they not heard? Yes, indeed, their sound has gone out to all the earth, and their words to the ends of the world. But I say, did Israel not know? First Moses says, I will provoke you to jealousy by those who are not a nation. I will move you to anger by a foolish nation. But Isaiah is very bold and says, I was found by those who did not seek me. I was made manifest to those who did not ask for me. But to Israel, he says, all day long I have stretched out my hands to a disobedient and contrary people. And so the great statement of verse 17 is that Faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Faith comes through hearing the Word of God. That as we <clears throat> hear the Word of God, that the goal is, and the proper response is, that we will respond in faith, that we'll believe it. And just like with Jesus's picture of the seed, the Word of God is a spiritual seed. The Bible is a spiritual seed. And without that spiritual seed, uh, it will not, our faith will not grow, will not be produced. But it's the Word of God that produces faith in us. But there's an aspect of our response that we need to believe it. We need to, you got to hear it and learn it, but then you believe it instead of rejecting it. 
the verses I read afterward talk about that. Paul's talking about how Israel did not believe God's Word. But some did believe it. But Israel, by and large, did not believe it. And it's referring to the Gentiles, and that's us, that we have believed God's Word, but by and large, Israel has not believed God's Word, and they've suffered as a result of it. The work of the Word of God in us is to bring us to faith, to believe in God and to uh, seek God and to obey Him. If we didn't have the Word of God, we wouldn't even we wouldn't even go there. We wouldn't we need the Word of God as our point of focus of our faith. Uh, our faith is not in, in a sense, in the Bible in and of itself, like that's the end, that we just worship this book. We don't worship a book. It's a vehicle through which, though, we worship God. Faith comes through the Bible. Faith is in God, the Creator, who we cannot see with our eyes because we're limited. Not because God's limited, because we're limited. God is ruling over the universe in all of His glory as He always has from the beginning. But we're limited. We're blinded. We're, we can't see because we're in our, uh, under the curse of sin. But it's through the Word of God then that we can have faith, which is meaning believing, seeing what we cannot see with our physical eyes. We see with our spiritual eyes. And it takes the Word of God to bring us to that place. Without the Word of God, you will not be able to have faith. You wouldn't believe in God. You wouldn't seek Him. You wouldn't know how to obey Him if we didn't have the Word of God. The Bible tells us who God is and what God wants us to do. So faith comes by hearing the Word of God. That's why it's so important to, be, to read the Bible every day. If you want to serve God and follow Him, you need to read the Bible every day. Because as you do that, you are, you are experiencing faith. If you, if you, as you read it and you believe it, then you are having faith and you're growing in your faith. You're, you'll be learning more about God. You know, you'll read something and you'll say, ah, okay, I didn't fully understand that about God like I did before. I've learned something kind of new. I've learned more understanding of God, who He is, and what He's doing in the world, and understanding more about me and what I need to do to be fixed and how I need to change, all of that comes through reading the Bible. And so, we can really talk about it in two aspects, that through the Word of God, our faith begins, and that's at the time of salvation. When you're saved, it is making a, you're beginning, making a beginning commitment of saying, I believe in God and I believe in His plan of salvation, and I'm going to receive His plan of salvation into my life. And you do that by faith. You believe these things that you've read, that, you, that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. 
that you have sinned against the Creator. There's a Creator, and you're the creation, and you have broken His commandments, and that puts you under death, and you are in danger of, of dying forever in hell if, you don't, if you're not saved and you don't get uh, uh, forgiven of that. And salvation is you come to really believe that's true. Because it is. And you believe it, and so you're going to repent of going away from God and sinning against Him, and you're going to turn and come to Him. That's repentance. And you're going to come and, and then express faith and say, Lord, I believe You. I believe in Jesus, that He died for me, and He was the Son of God, and He is the Savior, and I receive Him as my Savior. And you, you begin to follow Him. You do that by faith, and that comes through the Word of God. You simply believe what the Bible has said. And again, we talked last time, if we didn't have the Bible, we wouldn't have known any of that. We'd heard some stories, vague stories here and there about this man who lived 2,000 years ago, maybe what he did, and he had some followers, but it'd all be very sketchy. He had it written down so we could read it and know it and have confidence in it, and we could say, I believe these things. So we have it in detail. That's the importance of the Bible. And uh, God made sure there were thousands of copies preserved throughout the generations. And now we have the Bible that's the most widely printed book of all books. God has made known, God has made sure that we have His Word because that is what brings us to faith. So our faith begins on the word, with the Word of God, and then our faith grows through learning the Word of God. And that's why we need to read it every day. And we grow more and more, believing God more and more, and strengthen our faith in Him. And that comes through the Word of God. If you go an extended amount of time uh, not reading the Bible, you will grow weaker and weaker in your faith. The opposite of faith is sight. Galatians says we walk by faith, not by sight. Another way to describe that is uh, faith is a spiritual thing, it's, and it's uh, the walking in the spirit as opposed to walking in the flesh. If, if we don't read the Bible for an extended amount of time, we will, be, we will walk in our flesh and we'll walk by our sight. We'll, that's where we're at. We're naturally there. We will be in that realm, living by our feelings, living by whatever makes us feel good, and that will be sinful things. And that's how the world lives. The world seeks the things that just makes it feel good and uh, that's usually sinful things. Not everything that the world seeks after is sinful, but most of the things they seek after are sinful. And it is the Word of God that calls us on a different road. And it says, to have, no no, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. You're now children of light. Walk as children of light. And the Word of God directs us into walking in true life with God. And we grow in our faith that we believe that. We believe that's the better way. And it is. Sin just causes everything to die. Sin is, is wintertime. And everything is cold and dark and nothing grows. How many of you grow tomatoes and beans out in the wintertime? It doesn't work. You get nothing. 
There is no life out there in the wintertime. That's sin. I think that's why God put the seasons in as a lesson after the flood. To go as a reminder every year. This is the darkness. This is what sin will bring. It'll devastate the earth like the flood did. Life from God is spring and summer. It's when things grow and fruit is produced and food is produced. And we have have things we need for physical life. The word of God is the springtime and the summer. It is what is the seed and it grows our faith and we produce fruits. That comes through the Word of God. And so we need to be reading it every day. And not just... Reading is just the first step. It's just the first level. We read it so that what? Faith will be produced. That we believe it. So we want to be... As we're reading it, we're wanting to be seeking uh, God spiritually of believing what we're reading and believing the truth of what's there that teaches us what life with God is about. And so we believe it. And the last goal then of that, that we want to be, uh, I want to be careful to emphasize, is that we live by it. Jesus quoted the verse, it's in Deuteronomy 8, 3, and he quoted it when he was tempted by Satan in the wilderness, and he said, man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. Man lives by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. That's the Bible. We live by it. That means that we are to obey it. We believe it, and if we really believe it, then we'll obey it. If we don't obey it, it really means we really don't believe that that's what's true. So they really go together. Obedience, obeying God's word, will be produced by faith. Faith produces obedience, produces works. But that's the last goal. Because you can read the Bible and you can even believe it. You can say, yeah, I believe all these things are true. And then go out and not obey it. And what good is it? That's really, probably we could say that's a, that's a really uh, ultimate frustration. That if you really believe it's true, but then you don't live it out and don't experience it, then you don't, you're not receiving any of the benefits of it. If it's really true, then we should live by it, and that's our obedience. And that is God's goal for us, and that's why He's given us the Bible. That we're to live by it. And, and take that example of what Jesus did. When he was tempted by Satan, what did he do? He quoted Scripture. Back to Satan's temptation. He lived by God's Word, and that's what we're to do. And uh, areas of temptation we deal with are difficult areas. We need to find verses of Scripture in the Bible that talk about those things and, and present truth about those areas and memorize that and then use it when we deal with those situations. That's what Jesus did. That's how we're supposed to live. Jesus was the perfect man. He was the perfect model of how a human being is supposed to live. And so that's what we need to follow. We need to do the same thing. And that's the... Uh, treasure of the Word of God is that we can memorize it and we can use it and live by it. And this is the, uh, the seed of spiritual life that God has given to us uh, in 
in the Bible. There are so many great verses throughout the Bible, and we need to memorize those, and, and, and those will strengthen our faith, and those will help us to live in obedience to what God wants us to do, and then we'll have the blessing, His blessing of life, where life will be lived as He wants it to be lived. And that brings a blessing of life in the sense that we will, there is an aspect where life will go more peacefully, more smoothly, we'll avoid problems of sin. But on the other hand, it, it can mean it brings some trials in the sense that you live according to God's word, you will be opposed and persecuted by the world. And it may bring suffering, and yet there's great blessing in that of obeying God. God will bless every person that sacrifices and suffers for him in order to obey his word. God will bless that in the future. And so there's great blessing in obeying God's word. It is what brings us to faith and it grows our faith. And it is what then produces obedience as we open our heart to it. That's the key. We must open our heart to it and uh, seek to obey it. I'm back, I'm going to go back to the verses I read at the end of chapter 10. Paul presents two groups of people. One is stubborn and does not open their heart to God and refuses and they suffer. Another group seeks God and obeys God and believes in God and God says, I was found by them and I was made manifest to them. Those are those who open their hearts to Him. Israel has had a terrible history since the time that they rejected Jesus. They've had nothing but problems since then. They had wars with the Roman uh, armies and eventually Rome uh, destroyed Jerusalem, destroyed the temple, kicked them all out of their country. They, they were dispersed around the, the world. They were persecuted relentlessly all throughout human history. You read it, and there's just tremendous suffering. In Europe, there was just all kinds of persecution of the Jews. That was Satan trying to destroy them. And and then God allowed it because God had taken His protection away from them because they were not believing Him. They were disobedient children. And then we have World War II and all of the, the Holocaust. All of that is a result of rejecting God that Israel has had to suffer. And they still suffer today. They're in a constant threat of the Muslims surrounding them, surrounded by enemies. And it's because of their stubborn faith, but they will be saved in the end. The last minute, it's not the recommended the way to go about it, but uh, they'll suffer greatly. They will have to go through all of the tribulation and they'll suffer greatly. But Jesus will save them in the end. He will come for them and deliver them in the end.
But oh, what all the suffering they could have missed if they just would have believed God's word. And that's the lesson for us. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. If we read it, we need to believe it, open our hearts fully to it, and to obey it. All right, let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for the great treasure of your word. Uh, help us to be reading it and learning it, taking it in as much as we can, and to open our hearts wide to it. Uh, grow our faith, strengthen our faith to believe all your great works and your promises and to not disbelieve you and not doubt you and not to take our eyes off of you and forget you. Strengthen our faith because it's so easy to get our eyes off of you and strengthen us through your word. Thank you for giving us the Bible to have, to read, and to memorize, and to live by. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.